If you listen to this podcast and follow what we do at Troutbitten, then you're a thoughtful angler, and you don't accept the status quo simply because that's how it's always been done. Squall of Fishing designs and creates fly fishing apparel with this same philosophy. Squalla was started by a group of lifelong fly anglers who spent their careers working for some of the biggest names in the outdoor industry, and they understood that essential fly fishing apparel like waders, jackets, sun gear, and insulation could simply be better. So now, Squalla makes gear for us, the like-minded few, serious anglers who don't take themselves too seriously. Check them out at squallafishing.com. Water is essential for life, but for Orvis, it's the blood of the brand. Orvis has been the leader in fly fishing since 1856. No other brand can match the explorative and innovative spirit they bring to the water today. Everything at Orvis is about inspiring and empowering adventure and wonder in nature. Rooted in the vitality of fly fishing, fueled by passion and curiosity for the outdoors, Orvis designs and develops products and experiences providing the knowledge and expertise to enable more meaningful moments and connections in nature. With over a century and a half of experience in the field and on the water, Orvis seeks to ignite that passion in others. This is the Trout Bitten Podcast. Trout Bitten. Trout Bitten? Trout Bitten. Trout Bitten. Trout Bitten? Yeah, Trout Bitten. Trout Bitten. It's about trout. Wild trout. This is Trout Bitten. This is the Trout Bitten Podcast, and thanks for tuning in. My name is Dominic Swantoski. I'm the owner of Trout Bitten and the author of TroutBitten.com. All right, friends, here we are at the finale of Season 9 on the Trout Bitten Podcast. And let me start by saying Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to everyone out there listening. To all of you Trout Bitten regulars and supporters, and to you first-timers too, thanks for another great year. This podcast will publish on Christmas Eve. So from all of us here to everyone out there, we hope you enjoy this holiday season with your family and friends. Make it special. All right, this episode is going to be a good one. Our friend Sloop John B. is joining us again tonight, just like the end of uh, Season 7 it was. And for this season ender, we want to have some fun. Our plan is to go through a bunch of trout-bitten terms, words, sayings, phrases, things we say, and talk about what some of this stuff means. Let's call it a trout-bitten glossary. When we started this podcast project, I remember saying to the guys that we should stay away from the inside jokes or the stuff we say in our friend group that probably wouldn't make much sense to everyone else. But that idea was kind of naive because we quickly realized that these conversations, these podcast episodes, are pretty much the same thing that happens when we stand around the tailgate at the end of a fishing trip. And the things we say just became a natural part of the vernacular of this podcast. These conversations, honestly, have been better with the fun of those ingrained terms or ideas. So longtime listeners already understand what it means when Austin says he could have caught a lot more trout if he really wanted to. <laughs> hey now. Most of you also understand what it means to play bartender for a friend. And you know how many inches a trout should be to fall under the trout bitten classification of whiskey. Now, if you're lucky enough to have your own group of long-time fishing friends, then I'm sure you have your own phrases too. Your own idioms and fun ways of talking about things. It's all 
just a lot of fun. But yeah, we're going to roll through a bunch of these. We'll define them and talk about some history too, how a lot of this stuff really came about. That's why we're happy to have our buddy Sloop with us because he's one of the OG Trout Bitten crew. Legacy Trout Bitten. Right, Sloop? <laughs> Legacy. Well, hey, here you he know is. what? I told you last time, the best part of being out here is being able to go, Trout Bitten. Trout Bitten. <laughs> <laughs> no, my favorite part of the podcast last time when you were on, when you said, I finally got my opportunity to contribute. <laughs> <laughs> well, this really is a great, it really is a fun opportunity to sit around uh, with you guys and talk mostly what we uh, talk about. That's, I know. That's, that's fishing. Um, There's seven of us here, right? Yeah. There's seven of us, and it is it's just fun. It's what we do kind of every week in season. Just all the terms that we came out, just to, just made, not that we talk in code, but we just no, just goof around and have a, <laughs> make, make a, a fun day funner. So uh, I hope everybody enjoys what comes next tonight. Yeah, that's a good point. He's not trying to be a code. We're just, we just talk in a podcast the way we do uh, around the tailgate. We had our trout pitting party the other night, Christmas party, trout pitting Christmas yes. party the other night. Who's the foosball champion? Hey, now. Young Love and I. Josh and I were the foosball champions. All right. Now, between you two is what it came down to as well with the, with the arm wrestling. Now, who won the <laughs> yeah, arm what wrestling? With that? Yeah. Austin is freaky strong. Yeah. Josh is too. Now, technically, technically, I won left-handed. He won right-handed. But Ooh, I went back for tie. seconds on the right hand, and he beat me again. <laughs> so I'd Ooh. say that Austin is the champion, I think. Mm. He is freakishly strong. It's the hangboard, isn't it, bud? Hanging helps. Hanging helps. <laughs> <laughs> He's like the fly. Trevor beat me in, uh, what would you call that game, Trevor? I don't know. Is that a military thing? Plank war. The crab call? Plank wrestling or something? Yeah. Plank wrestling, something like that. Yeah, we did We did that at boot camp. Yeah. You go head-to-head in plank position. You, try you know to... what that sounds like, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> Was anyone wearing skin-tight Hodgman? Sheesh. <laughs> <laughs> During the plank wrestling? Yes. <laughs> Dom, you might have won. Uh, do you win darts or something, maybe? I didn't win anything. But you didn't, didn't win, win darts? No, I didn't win. Steelers didn't win either. Tough night for Dom. Oh, it was a really tough night that up. for Dom. <laughs> I, uh, I lasted longest uh, Great host, arm wrestling though. against Trevor, but I think he was messing with me. You were messing with me, weren't you? We'll never know. Uh, he was just trying to... He's like, well, it's his house. It's his, it's his bar. Win. Now we know why Dom ties weak knots. <laughs> Dude, it was everything I had just the last like seven seconds. There we go with Trevor. And then he's like, boom, Mm. over the top. Mm. I don't know why we started the uh, feats of strength. We got right into it. The plank war, I didn't participate. We're going to have to come up with some feats of strength that us old guys can stay, you know, keep up with. You can't classify yourself as an old guy yet. Ah. Yeah, you're not even in your 40s yet. Still a young gun. I feel old after, after getting... My butt kicked in arm wrestling. Dude, I felt old. I told Austin today, <laughs> didn't I text you, Austin? I'm like, I'm yeah, back to did. working out. I said, I'm back to my workout back routine, which I always out. fall slack a little bit during guide season. I'm like, watching you guys was enough for me. It made me, like, I admire that. You're in great shape. And it made me feel bad about myself. I'm back at it. <laughs> I was pretty impressed you went out for a run today, Dom. Right. That's I told Sloop, too. I'm like, I'm running. We'll, we'll check your mic later. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> oh, That's good. Man. That's well, inspiring. Yeah. Right? Hey, Frank Costanza proud. You got to keep up right. with uh, 
Austin's biceps, man. Look at those things. <laughs> They've been on the podcast okay, a few now. times. Right? People just don't know it. All right, we should move on. That's enough. Yeah. Look at the uh, lens flare there on Austin's camera, too. Look at that. I look pretty good tonight, don't I? Fresh haircut. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Best you've ever looked. So good. I used to look as good as Sloop. No. Uh, no. No. You, no, no, you never have. <laughs> he says no. <laughs> all right, we're all talking, but You're let's right. introduce everyone here by answering this question. Think about this, guys. How many good fishing friends have you had in your life? By that, I mean people you've fished with a lot and shared ideas with. So one of the most common comments we get to this podcast is how lucky we are to have these friendships. And that's true. That's for sure. Personally, I'm happy to call each one of these guys friends and have them as part of my life. I do recognize that is a rare thing. It's a special thing to have found other people who share the same passions, the same curiosities for fishing, and to push each other without competition to become better anglers and to better understand the rivers that we fish. So every one of these guys are among that list of good fishing friends that I've had, and that's six right here. And when I thought back, including my dad and my uncle, I've only had six more. That's me. Maybe 12 in my life, good fishing friends. And I feel like I'm lucky. I know I'm lucky. I'm saying I feel like I'm lucky that it's, it's more than three or four or five. So that's cool. Matt, Matt, you all right? Okay, so Macro, how many fishing friends have you had in your life? Outside of this crew, I'd mm. say three. Yeah, right on. Three additional. All right, there's Mac Grobe. Slooper. Slooper well, coming I, in from Montana right down the road from Matt. <laughs> Honestly, I think, I mean, I can think of only a handful of people that I really would. Uh, when I think of good memories, I think of like going, somebody who I'll go camping with or something like that. Yeah. And, and, and uh, you, you know, go up to some of the northeast streams up there. Yeah. And hang out for a couple of days and fish, you know, drink beer, everything. But, um, you know, I was going to say to Matt, lucky to have a, a good family of fishermen. I have a lot of brothers, but none of them fish, mm. you know. So, uh, unfortunately, I don't have a strong family tie to fishing. I, I've mm-hmm. managed to... Uh, eke out a handful of friends up in the state college region and out here mm-hmm. and, you know, uh, in my hometown. But, um, you know, it's really, it's, it's hard to develop like, you, you know, the, the passion of, uh, that's required to do what we do. And to find that those like-minded people who will say yes about fishing tomorrow morning instead of saying, eh, I got something else to do because <laughs> right. it's cold or it's rainy. I got you. What's your number? How many you think about it? Have you thought about it? I mean, I, I mean, I'm thinking it's, friend. it's, if I could pull up good fishing guys, it would be single digits. I, I don't, yeah. I don't know for sure, sure. but sure. it's single digits. All right. Well, good to have here. And we've, we said before, anybody wants to hear Sloop talk for the first time, go back to the end of season seven, right? Last May or June, we recorded it. And, uh, we talked about how you Sloop, uh, tied everything together. Everybody's here tonight because of Sloop being friends with sort of the key people that just sort of brought everybody together. And you've always brought everybody together. That's, that's a strong suit. That's yeah, cool. I try to. And uh, if I come back in May, I will make a, make an, an announcement to everybody and we'll try to get out. Okay. Hey, I, t- I told these guys, I got to watch out for you. Cause you're, you know, you're the to be, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going <laughs> to start the podcast out. Well, here's, in, the uh, here's the one B. Here's the one B. 
See, so you guys have to take care of. I got a second one. Sloop. All right. I, I, I drove him uh, last time with a flat tire. Right. As long as someone <laughs> oh, did. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> you drove me with a flat tire? Oh, that's right. <laughs> See? You don't even remember. <laughs> I do yeah. remember that. That's what happened. You don't even remember. I do remember that. You were that. above target. Do you remember that? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah, right. <laughs> he was in that a was target a, attic. That was a good night out. Yeah, attic. That was good. All right. Uh, uh, Deli, what do you have, buddy? You think about it? You had time to think about it. How many? How many fishing friends? Good. I'd say fishing about eight friends. or nine, right? Excluding on. the folks in here. Oh, excluding! Wow, you you get around, wow, don't you? Wow, you do get yeah. around, Bill. He's kind of he's like, I'll fish with anybody. <laughs> what yeah. are you telling people? <laughs> <people? laughs> what are you telling somewhere? I'm just, I'm just selling spots, you know. <laughs> Jeez, playing bar. What should I say now? I, I think I think Austin and I owe a shout out to our newest fishing friends, uh, Andy and Anthony from New Trail. Oh, those guys are cool. Um, shout out. That's right. Nice. They're good additions. Mm. Yes. Nice. That's kind of the thing. It's like, whatever. We've all had fishing friends and groups and, you know, the, things in life just in general come and go, but especially fishing buddies, people get into different stages of life. Anyway, that's cool. Austin, what do you have, bud? What's your number? Good fishing friends. Yeah. I'd, I'd probably say it's pushing a dozen. <sighs> Baker's dozen. This is an area. Including us? Like- no, I think outside wow. of you guys even. Wow. I feel left out. Who are you? He's more likable than we are. He's outgoing. He's, he's likable. I'm not surprised. He's the extrovert. <laughs> he's like a, he's like a walking How many more extroverts? Shot. Raise your hand. Uh, there's an extrovert down on. in this lower right-hand Come corner. Come on, Trevor. There you go. <laughs> it yeah. honestly... Matt's that's an why, extrovert. That's why Austin's Matt's the event extrovert. coordinator. That's right. He's the event coordinator. Right. I had the advantage of being at Penn State for four years in the fly fishing club and naturally i met a lot of really good people uh, there and maintain relationships so i have a bit of a leg up on mm-hmm. maybe most people who run into a fishing friend on occasion you know i was mm-hmm. with them every week all the time for four years so that's true it was pretty easy mm-hmm. all right josh darling of wilds media you like when i say that that makes me blush he does like it. <laughs> he said it the other day, and I didn't. I cut that part out. But you're like, I always feel a little uncomfortable, a little bit uncomfortable when I say <laughs> Wilds Media. So I want to say it even more. <laughs> Wilds Media. Wilds Media. Wilds Media. Wilds Media. Josh Darling. Look how Keep good he looks coming. tonight. What do you have? How many? <laughs> That's uh, what I how contribute. Many, how many fishing buddies? Two. I was going to say two outside of this crew. Yep. <laughs> you nailed I it. it. Might be low, like mine. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I'm not as likable as some of you guys. No, you're just more of a recluse. <laughs> All right. Last but not least, Dr. Trevor Smith. He likes when I say doctor. He sort I of do. requires it. I require it. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Post-production edits. Um, I have two outside of this group as well. And I don't, I mean, I don't consider like, so it's six, including this group. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really consider somebody that I've fished with a few times or friends of mine that I've fished with in this category because I just think when it comes down to, I think we're talking about like a different level of fishing and, you know, yeah. Yeah. And, and honestly, before this group, it had been probably almost 20 years since I had, like when I was a kid in Warren growing up Hmm. on the Allegheny, I had a couple friends over that period of time that I fished with a lot. I'd count them. I counted Mm -hmm. my first fishing buddy was Mark Mauser in like eighth grade. Nice. That's (laughs) awesome. (laughs) Greg Haynes and John Papalia. Shout out, right? Shout out. Um, (laughs) But (laughs) since then, like you guys were the next, the next group I ever found of people that were just passionate about 
getting out there and it's yeah it's been awesome because it is hard to find it is it's got to be right yeah i said that's one of the uh, most frequent comments i get it's like man you're lucky to have that group of friends i know it we all know it we all know nobody nobody can see this from uh you know from listening to this podcast but i'm looking in the back of trevor the night fishing picture right yeah who's gonna go with you you know, there's only, right, right. you know, there's only a handful nice. of guys there's who one. are going to go with you. Josh I mean, you not only go, but be excited about it, right? <laughs> yeah. Deli won't night fish, you know? That's a proud photo for you that you earned, That's right. you know? That's right. right. Who's going to take that picture besides, besides his buddy Josh? <laughs> right. Right. Probably yeah. the reason he befriended him. He can make him look good. <laughs> That's true. <Good> strategy. <laughs> Team Trevor. <laughs> right. Team Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> That guy, that guy takes nice pictures. I bet you I can drag him along with me fishing. Hmm. Hmm. Just drafting. It's good work out for me. Trevor's a good pro staff. Yeah, right. I always say I'm, I always say I'm, the, I'm on the Trevor Smith pro staff. Yeah. <laughs> Half of the nice things that I use fishing came from Trevor. <laughs> he upgrades and I take his old stuff. <laughs> it's, so it, it works both ways. Mutually beneficial. Very good. Hey, you guys ready to move on? Let's go in topic before we make this a whole podcast about having friends. We already did that one. You remember that? It's like season three or four. I'm guessing. It was back there. We said about good fishing friends. Where'd Grobe go? I'm here. Right there. There he is. (laughs) (laughs) He's to the right of the microphone. I'm still here. There he is. All right. Sorry. All right, then. Let's get into the season finale of the Troutman Podcast, season nine. Now, it's been over two years in 101 podcasts. That's right. Last week was the 100th episode. Did you guys know that? No kidding. 100. Cool. That's kind of cool, right? That is Bit of a milestone. Nice. Does it feel like 100? (laughs) No, we haven't done it. Well, Well, you haven't done done 100. As you say, without a season off, it might feel like 100. (laughs) 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 To me, it feels like 100. Austin, do you feel overworked? (laughs) So this is episode 101. Next month, also, we'll cross 1 million downloads. I remember this time last year saying we were about to cross a half million downloads. And here we are at a million downloads in That's less cool. than a month. You can just tell from the pace of things. Very um, cool. That is cool. I mean, most podcasts never get close to that. Mm-mm. And so it's something, you know, we're all proud of. But again, it's just, it's this enjoyment, I think, that keeps us coming back. And in a lot of ways, I feel like we're just hitting our stride. We've got a lot of ideas for the future, bring in some new guests and different topics and things to talk about. But anyway, our lingo is is the topic for tonight. Some of these terms, it's part of this whole thing, part of the trout and culture. And occasionally I'll have somebody, you know, that says, hey, what the heck do you mean when you're talking about these namers? What's that mean? Or why does why does Matt say things this way? Or, you know, whatever. We'll get to these. <laughs> <laughs> why does Matt why talk, does Bill talk the way he does? <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Bill. As fly anglers and tires, we understand the value of having the right tool for the job. AvidMax.com offers over 20,000 products and the knowledge to help you find the right tool for your job, whether that be at the tying bench or on the water. Listeners of the Trout Pitten Podcast receive a special one-time discount code at AvidMax.com. Enter the code TB10 at checkout on full-priced items to save 10% off your order. Orders over $25 ship for free, so you can put more gas in your tank or beer in your cooler. For all things fly fishing and tying, elevate your game with Avid Max. For over a decade, Smith Creek's high-quality fly fishing accessories have helped anglers just like you to keep your gear in easy reach, free up your hands, and keep our waters clean. 
Their award-winning Rod Clip Plus now has two ways to attach it to your vest or pack, making it easier to tie a fly, change a hook, or release your catch. All Smith Creek products are built guide tough, using rugged materials and backed by their strong commitment to customer service. This fall, Smith Creek is introducing even more new products, so keep checking their website at smithcreek.co for more information and special offers from now through Christmas. All right, my friends, our trout bitten crew here. Where should we start? There's so many good ones. You have to keep it um, PG or at least PG 13 rated. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we should go like from most common. To Fair enough. To, so like, hey let's now. start. You let's start, start with hey there. Yeah. Start hey now. 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 Sloop, where's your hey now? Hey now. <laughs> hey now. Hey now. Oh, you caught me off guard. Get, Sloop, give me a good hey now. <clears throat> Hey now. <laughs> there you That's go. The best I got. That's the best so I got. It's, it's become part of all of ours, and I've been talking for a while, but I guess I brought it over here. When I was in Charlotte, uh, I, was, I was working construction, and my construction crew every day listened to the Howard Stern Show on the radio. This is what, late 90s, early 2000s? Late 90s. And every day. And what was it? Bubba Booey, right? <laughs> hey now. <laughs> it's it, you see you guys don't even know <laughs> on the Howard Stern show it was like, hey now hey now so yeah I don't know it just became part of my language and then that <laughs> oh uh, Trevor you're the yeah. one who said that uh, everybody has has a hookup phrase yeah, yeah. hookup phrase tell everybody what, hook, what a hookup phrase is my yeah. hookup phrase is hey now I catch a trout well, almost every first, time yeah first hey time now. I ever fished with you I was like <laughs> I was standing there just staring at you for a few minutes I was like. You say that every what's, single time you hook a fish. What's, what's wrong with this guy? Or even and, if I think I hook a fish. Yeah, yeah it's like under the true. breath if he do, if he thinks he's got one. Hey now, hey now. Yeah, mid sentence while he's talking about something else. Yeah, yeah, and I kind of realized I have things that I usually one sort of thing that I would say as well. So I just figure like kind of we all have this unconscious mm. thing that we're saying or doing mm-hmm. when we hook a fish. But mine's so much lamer. I think when I realized I like right. I, I was just like. There we go. There we go. Or something like that. <laughs> there like, he is. Oh, this feels regrettable. I feel like I should go back and start over again. <laughs> Didn't you tell me Caitlin's hookup phrase is, go ahead. No, you. I want to see if you remember it. You said that she says, that's mine. <laughs> yeah, she did. <laughs> That's a good one. Trevor's wife. She had so much more swagger about fishing than I ever knew. I took her out That's for the mine. very first time and yeah. she hooks her first fish. She's like, That's mine. <laughs> I got it. Savage. She's what are your savage. hookup so, phrases then, guys? Anybody else? You got a hookup phrase that you know about? Eh. You don't mind. Mine's <laughs> all worth mentioning. <laughs> See, mine wasn't worth mentioning, though. I think I say, here we go. Here we go. Here like, we go. Yeah, yeah you're a Steelers fan, of course. Yeah. Here we go. Um, <laughs> do you have a finishing move, you know, when you get the fish in the net? There it is. <laughs> there he is. That's what I, I say think. when I hook him. When you hook him, yeah. Uh, there he is. You do What's say your that finishing awesome. move yeah. phrase, Deli? If, if it's a big fish, it's the Ric Flair woo. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear it. Woo! Josh, don't yep. you say yep? I do. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so your hookup phrase, darling, is is yep. Yep. It's just kind of a yep. subconscious thing. I think we all got something. Yep. Josh, yeah. what's your non-hookup phrase? <laughs> what's my non-hookup phrase? <laughs> yeah, what do you say? 
Happen. There's probably like when, you, when you don't catch something, what do you say? No. Oh, good. What? What do I say? When you work through a run, you don't catch anything. What do you say? Oh, there's nothing in there. There's no fish in there. There's no fish in there. There's, there's no, no fish, fish in, in this hole. I say that all the time. Yeah, no fish in there. That's right. That's right. There's no fish in there. There's no fish in there. No fish in there. I've seen a fish up through a nice run, catches nothing, bumps nothing. He looks at me. He goes, nothing in there. No fish in there. They didn't stalk that stretch. You gotta say it. You, you can't say it jokingly though. It's like it, there's no fish in there. It's a very serious That's thing. Right. There are not. If I don't catch them, there are no fish in there. I want our listeners to comment on this podcast with all their fa- with a, like the best hookup phrases. Yeah, I'd be interested to hear. I don't. I definitely don't have a hookup. I, I don't know. Sloop would maybe be able to tell me if I had a hookup phrase, but I have a. Lost fish phrase, right, Sloop? <laughs> Which is? I slooped it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> right? That's a good I mean, one. I say that one more than hookups. Me and Sloop chime yell. in and say that I don't need to. I don't need the uh, in the net phrase. Because you mine. <laughs> half of your Sloop. Because you Sloop them. The last time uh, Sloop and I fished, there was a few. <laughs> that I slooped it. <laughs> he, right? He's taken on his own turn every time. I slooped he's embraced it. it, and then I'll ask him oh, how the day went, and he landed twenty and slooped four. Yeah. <laughs> That's that pretty good. How did that come about? We slooped it because I lose a lot of fish. I think you coined that yourself. I slooped <laughs> no. it. No, it was either it was either Dom no. or Pat. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Like it. We acknowledged last time. Sloop has his nickname because it was, uh, he's John Burgos. Is that how you say your last name? Yeah, Burgos. Close enough. <laughs> how would you say your last name? Uh, with it, like Gus at the end. Burgos. Burgos. All right, my fault. <laughs> you should, he'd think I'd know that by now, but I don't because I just call him Sloop. Most people say Burgos. No. So Sloop John B, right? That was yep. on the Connecticut trip where I started saying, oh, John B, Sloop John B. Anyway, so that's where Sloop comes from. That was a fun trip. And then Sloop, it was a fun trip. Um, then, then, of course, Sloop and a fish comes from, you know, that's what, that's what Sloop does. Gets them, in, <laughs> gets them on a hook, can't get them in the net. <laughs> For all sorts of unknown reasons. <laughs> Going down, so uh, what's popular, how about the, uh, the terms for trout size we use? Oh, Should yeah. we start with Namer? What's Namer mean? Namer's the biggest one. That's that's Matt Grobe. Go ahead, bud. He brought that over. So a namer is any fish over twenty four inches. Any trout. Any okay. any trout over twenty. Any wild trout. Ah, thank you. No, I can't. No, because I've no? got namers that have. No, been, you named a bunch yeah, of those stockies. Yeah, yeah, fingerlings. Hey, now. Uh, what about <laughs> a clubfish? What about what about a clubfish that's yeah, twenty seven inches? Any. Nah, maybe that one. Yeah, you can give it a funny name. Okay. Right. <laughs> gotta, gotta you just got to give it a funny name. <laughs> yeah. Mis- you know. I think we all Pellet laughed with Mr. the very first one. The very first one was Hog Boy. <laughs> yeah. Hog, Hog Boy Johnson. was the original. But any Hog any 24-inch fish, right, usually creates the memory mm-hmm. of the fight, the battle, the night. No matter what. Yeah. The day. <laughs> and so it's only fitting that you name that fish. So it's etched in your memory. And, like and you can quickly think of the name associated with it. And in the old days, that fish would become the banner of the Trout and Forum. Oh, yeah, until right. Until it was yeah. replaced. I forgot about oh, that. Oh, that's cool. That, I that's forgot right. about that. <laughs> right? At the, yeah. at the forum that Sloop set up, Trout yeah. and Forum that Sloop set up and named, 
which is why we're all here. Uh, yeah, yeah. I used to change the banner. Whoever caught the latest namer had the had the header up cool. there. The banner yeah, was up pretty there. cool. Hmm. Yep, the namer. So if it's twenty four inches and up, especially the wild ones. Deli, what's your best namer? What's the fun? What's the best name? Rising Beaver is my favorite. <laughs> hey now. <laughs> so, <laughs> go ahead. He has a story about this. I was fishing with my buddy Paul, and so we pulled up on this island. Yeah. And I worked up this island channel and there was this fish that was rising. Yeah. And so I caught one and it was like, I don't know, 17 or 18. Yeah. And then there was another one rising and I looked, and I said, do you want to fish for that one? And he's like, no, he's like, I wasn't even going to fish this side. Go ahead. And then throw it out. And of course, you know, I was throwing like a size six stone fly at it. It was rising to Hendrickson's. And mm, so that's a good, hatch. um, yeah. So, so you threw a stone fly dry fly at it. No, I threw a size six stone fly nymph at it. That's what we do, Trevor. That's what yeah. we do. <laughs> Knuckle dragon. <laughs> Knuckle dragon right up the That's another one. Right up that yes. channel. Yeah. And uh I hook it and then it just comes out of the water and I go, Holy shit. And then like I just kinda I did the you know, the deli special. I sprinted after it and I actually had the boat net with me. <laughs> that might be another and so, one. And so I sprinted after it, got it in the net real quick. And my buddy Paul was like, he's like, wow. He's like, you really wanted that one in the net? <laughs> I said, yeah, it's a big fish. We came back across the channel. And at this point in the main river, there were two other guys fishing from the other side. And this guy on the other side must have asked us like five times, did you see a beaver? Did you see any beavers <laughs> over there? Were there any beavers over there? And so I, I, you know, I named it the rising beaver. <laughs> I like it. All right, so the namers are 24 inches. Anything 20 inches and over, we call a whiskey. Sloop, tell them why. Well, if you're fortunate enough to get one, you're going to have to uh, take a shot of uh, whatever whiskey we have ha- have in our uh, bag with us. Right on. Luckily, that doesn't happen to me. Hey, Trevor, did you take that whiskey? All right, so from our party, we're going to give a shout-out yeah. to our buddy Jim Romy. Oh, I Romy. did take it. Yeah. yeah. To our our buddy Jim Romy, yeah. who uh, gifted us a really unique— Nice bottle of bourbon. Nice bottle, right? Nice bottle. Mm. And um, we shared that a bit, and then you took that home? I sure did. Because I couldn't find it after the party. I'm like, Trevor, took it. <laughs> you told me to take it. I did. Take don't it. act I did. like it was <laughs> Well, you left it. No, you said, here, take it. it. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> I, I witnessed. I, I got I got back over. Thanks, Jim. Yeah, we used to. Many of us used to carry a flask. I don't know how many of you guys still carry a flask. I do it. Josh and I carry a couple. Of you guys, yeah. Could, yeah, still do. Yeah, and um, we need it at night a lot. Bill and I've been trying to. We got older, so we're trying to pare down the weight. And even yeah, even eight <laughs> ounces makes a big difference. It does. <laughs> I can't fit that in my lanyard. No, it's not oh, so my. much in your lanyard. Anyway, so a whiskey, like Sloop said, we celebrate the twenty inches with a shot of whiskey. And if it's not on the stream, then we're definitely doing it right after. <laughs> it's definitely in the in the uh, in my gray bag. <laughs> and then uh, what do we have next? The pounder. Right, and uh, Trevor came up with that term. A pounder yeah, is what, bud? Pounder, twelve inches. No, yeah, twelve inches, right? Something like twelve. Yeah, it's something that weighs about a pound. Right, yeah, all look it the same. about a pound. You're medium trout. Exactly. They're medium. They're your just your average medium standard. old trout. Right, like that's yeah. your pounder. Ah, got a pounder. What'd you do up there? Yeah, got a you know handful of yeah. pounders. Did all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Grobe, who catches a lot of tiddlers out there. What's a tiddler? 
He brought That's this any, term over for us. Yeah, anything under ten inches, you know, is a tiddler. You, what are you doing? Ten. Yeah, I'm catching a bunch of tiddlers. <laughs> yeah, ten inches. He's out in Montana. Those are tiddlers. We thought he was not, joking too, but it really is like in it the is dictionary. A, right, it's a UK term. A very small yeah. fish. Yeah, small fish. Anything small. Yeah. Yep. Done catching yeah. tiddlers today. Tiddler. <laughs> <laughs> you target the tiddlers, don't you? Sloop does. Try to rack up yes. the numbers with your counter. I've seen Sloop's your counter. a tiddler guy. He, uh, he told me yesterday. Tiddler day yesterday. Me, yeah. He said on the, we, it's me and Sloop went skiing this morning. First thing he said, banged up on those tiddlers. Right. <laughs> 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 He's honest. Whatever it takes to turn the counter to the next number, right? <laughs> yep. Yep. That's right. Hey, if it's got spots, click it. that's right that's right he's a tiddler (laughs) all right what else guys we're moving pretty good right everything doesn't need this enormous explanation the the one that kind of connects to all those is playing bartender just because it followed the drinking theme so Mm -hmm. if you if you know where a good fish is and you kind of set your buddy up Mm. for that good fish and he catches Mm. it then you get the assist and it's yeah. called playing bartender. <laughs> so you got to tip your bartender. Mm-hmm. Well, you should that's tip right. if you're you the deserve recognition of said yeah, fish. Exactly. Now, th- th- that's a great. I remember. Oh gosh, it was like season five or six when somebody was that you, Matt, or or Bill. One of you guys Trevor. came up. <laughs> was that you, Trevor, that came up with that term? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I always shortchanged the doctor. <laughs> He's like, um, uh, I, I, I did that. I think it was the same one me with the sweetheart. Bland bar. It, it was. It? You're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the it sweetheart was. hole. Yeah. So it we know what the bar, the We know what playing bartender is. Then the, what's the sweetheart hole? So we say that was a lot. It, yeah, I have. I mean, for me, I, I have two, two, two meanings on the sweetheart hole. So one, right. when you're driving around and you see four dudes, you know, within <laughs> rods length of each other. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. To me, that's that's a sweetheart hole. Or mm-hmm. if someone encroaches on your territory and it's like yeah. they want to hold your hand, right? right? That that becomes the the sweetheart hole, right? The guy that got <laughs> way too close. Or what came, would you say to you that know, guy, Matt? If that guy, that you want to hold my hand? Yeah, you want to hold hands, bud? Why are you getting so close? <laughs> you want to hold hands? You want to hold my hand? <laughs> like this is a sweetheart hole. That's it. I like it. They just walk away confused, and you smile. Yeah, <laughs> that's good though. I had River out with me yesterday, and Aiden was with me too, and we're fishing. And well, there's nobody out there, but I was thinking about how my two dogs were very different. And I was telling Aiden how my border collie would really kind of get that border collie crouch, that that shepherd's kind of crouched look, you know, kind of crouching down, eyes are kind of almost aggressive look to him. And people would give us a lot of space. I mean, they'd be like, is he okay? I'm like, "Uh uh-huh, he's fine. He won't hurt you. But people would give us a lot of space. That's what you need, Matt. I do. So they don't crowd you in, make it a sweetheart hole. My next purchase might be a dog. Just scare people away. (laughs) Border collie. Nah, dog doesn't suit you, Matt. No? No. Why, Sloop? Oh, Matt's, that's on the run all the time. Fair enough. <laughs> Got to move. Got to move. Got to go. That, keep that cat. Get that little cat. Sloop, what else you got? You got anything? Well, I'm going to give a little bit of a uh, lead into this. A lot of these terms came almost like as if we're airing our grievances once again. A lot of these mm. terms came from uh, maybe 
lousy situations on the stream. And the one in particular I'm talking about is the term conquered. And um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, conquered. As an example, just yesterday when my wife and I were out fishing for tiddlers, <laughs> <laughs> we were the first ones at a parking lot, walked way down the stream, did our thing, you know, got way away from people and on the way up, turned her corner. My wife was ahead of me and she yells back, hey, dude, we're done. There's a guy, you know. Conquered. Right. Conquered. Somebody put ahead of you. How how close do they have to be to get conquered? Well, I mean, conquered in the olden days, conquered <laughs> would mean when somebody, the way I interpret it, when somebody knowingly walks right past you and jumps into the hole, yeah. which is the absolute, the, 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 the worst breach of any any fishing etiquette <laughs> Agreed. Um, that there is. But in, in this case, this guy didn't actually do that. We were way out of sight when... He ventured downstream, but he violated one of Matt's other rules of uh, if you see a truck, go to the next bridge. I didn't realize that's what it was. I always thought that that was just front ending, which is another thing we say. Getting a lot. conquered. Yeah. Well, but we're I, usually I, fishing upstream. So getting conquered is right. somebody puts upstream. Yeah, yeah front ending. So, I, I thought it was a floating. I, thought, I always thought it was a floating thing. Like, oh, well. Like you get I, passed up or something. This is before your time, Josh. I mean, Sloop invented this. Sh- <laughs> I'll say this again. I said this right before we started recording because we were talking about getting conquered and Pat Burke is the one. <laughs> we were floating on one of our favorite rivers and we were following these guys for about an hour. We were going a little faster than them. We wanted to go a little bit faster than them. And to be honest, there's nobody else on that river that day. Seriously, it was like almost wintertime, like this time of the year. <laughs> and we got, to, there's only a couple islands and we got to this one island and, and Pat's like, I'm going to go to the left. They're going to the right. I'm going to the left. And he just is rowing, rowing hard. And he's like, we're going to conquer them. We got to the tip <laughs> of the island. You could see those guys just slightly behind us. We're almost neck and neck with them. And Pat's like, he goes, he like double times it. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to conquer them. <laughs> I'll never forget that. That's where that came from. Uh, came into my life. Anyway. That's where I thought it. Getting conquered. Yeah. So we, and yeah, it's to that point, waiting. Dom, it's like if, if there's an effort, like we all yeah, being yeah, yeah. made to to either get in front of a boat yeah. or in front of a group that you know might be going yeah. to your hole, right? And that and they put in more exert more effort into getting that hole. You were conquered. That's right. Like you got it. conquered. You've been conquered. <laughs> just walk back to your truck or just like oh, that's put your weird. head down because you're not. Yeah, or you a, know. Someone comes out like of a shortcut trail and illegally parked. <laughs> You've been conquered. They're like, beat you, beat you. That's a good. You see the headlamp on the stream. You're like, shit. Yeah. Yeah. You were conquered. You got me. That's a great way to put it. Good thing to bring up there. They made extra effort and you didn't quite meet the effort. Yeah. Well, they created the competition. Well, in, in that the, the case, thing. Pat created the competition. He's like, I, we conquered those guys. <laughs> I mean, I can sit here and say I've I've been the one trying to conquer. Oh, right? yeah. Every I mean, once in a while. No question. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We constantly do that. Well, especially if you've already been high-holed by a guy. Then I'll go conquer him. You know what I mean? <laughs> sure. <laughs> so fun. Whether it's after a fishing trip or at a backyard fire, you can bet the Trout Bitten crew has a case of New Trail Broken Heels along with us. It's honestly our favorite beer. This hazy IPA is smooth and full-bodied. Hand-selected citra hops lead to notes of bright clementine and juicy ruby red grapefruit. Broken Heels is a keeper. 
New Trail Beer is proudly brewed in Williamsport, Pennsylvania and delivered cold to your favorite craft beer retailer every week. At New Trail, it's not about being the best angler. It's about getting out there. So enjoy nature's moments and reward yourself for a day well fished with New Trail Broken Heels. It's Troutbitten's favorite beer. To tie the best flies, you need the best materials. With decades of commercial fly tying experience, Fooling Mill understands what it takes to tie a great fly. Over the past several years, they've worked hard to source and prepare a range of fly tying materials that will elevate your experience at the vise. Fooling Mill fly tying materials have arrived with a range of over 1,400 products. You'll find the staples like marabou, bucktail, and rabbit zonker strips. You'll also find CDC, stripped peacock quills, 12 dubbing ranges, synthetics, chenilles, yarns, and wools. All fooling mill materials come in an extensive range of colors that are consistently dyed. So what you receive from them tomorrow will be the same color next year. Their materials go through a rigorous quality control process. So before they're packaged and shipped out, you can be sure they're up to the highest quality standards. Ask for fooling mill fly tying materials at your local dealer or find them online at foolingmill.com. What's high hold mean? This isn't just a trout pit term, but what's a high hole? If you get high hold. Somebody steps in and starts fishing. I the yeah. biggest offender is if 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 I can cast and hit you, then you've oh, high hold me. Yeah, there's a oh problem. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, even like if I could cast five times the length of the, I think even anything yeah, much way further than that. Further 50, than that, fifty feet's way too close. Fifty yeah. feet. Mm-hmm. There you go. And I think we've talked about the relativity of this, right? Based on the stream you're fishing, the time of year, how busy it is, all mm-hmm. that stuff. But in general around here, I'd say there's enough room on the water that if you're within 100 yards of the next guy, you're probably you're kind of 100 yards, especially yeah. right now. There's nobody out there. Yeah. I was guiding three days ago, and a guy pulled into the parking lot, well, the, the, the small gravel lot that we were in, and he didn't see, I thought he didn't see us. He got all geared up. It took him about 20 minutes. He starts walking down, and then he got to a point where he could see me and my friend that I was out with, and he actually... Kind of dipped it, kind of dipped his head, put his hand up, kind of nodded, you know, like, oh, sorry, didn't see you. He actually got, he went back to his truck, got in, and pulled away. I don't know where he went. And I told my friend there, I'm like, that is fantastic. I said, that's exactly what we would wow. have done too. I said, that's cool because there's nobody else out here. So give him all that kind of space. I thought that was cool. There aren't people nice. See, the world's good. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about it. Yeah. But wouldn't you say there's a subset of these that, um, these terms that certainly have derived from observing bad behavior on the stream. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It, 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 sure. it comes down to the other phrase that we've mentioned on this numerous times. It's a mm. turned into a trout pit and phrase, but it's, it's not how we do things here. Right? <laughs> I forgot. Him. That's not, I mean, yeah. that's not what you, you, you do. summarize you all this. Like, yeah, that's, that's, There's that's when you want to have that conversation, you know, for someone that's gotten into the sweetheart hole, it's just like, <laughs> man, this isn't how we do things here. You, you might know, do it there in your neck of the woods, <laughs> but we try to educate in our home waters and that's not how we do things here. Give us a hundred yards. Right on. I've mentioned this before. I used to say that to guys like, hey, where are you from? I'm from, and they'll say, I'm from New York. And I say, well, we give people a lot more room around here. That's not how we do things, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but Trevor, along those same lines, mm. we have this phrase in Chopit <laughs> and it goes, yeah. that's, that's not so what you say. say. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think Where's I that can count that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you don't can know? we tell that I don't story? Know. I don't that, know if you can tell that exact story. I can't tell. Well, I won't yeah, tell the exact story. Yeah, there's a little much there. It was one of our trout bitten 
fi- winter fishing days. Just just having fun, yeah, fishing. We're just having fun. We'd stop for lunch, and we were eating Bill's stale chips that he got from Aldi's because they had Thanks, a hole Bill. in the bag. That's right. So <laughs> Thanks, Bill. They were on, and that's Dom, why they were on clearance. Right. We're having a broken heels. Yep. And Dom True decides story. to open up and tell something difficult going on in the life of one of his family members. And, that's right. And just sharing kind of, you know, heart to heart story. And we're all yeah. kind of listening there and yeah. Bill's nodding his head and I'm yeah. thinking he's getting it. But mm-hmm. then he start. he's like, you know, <laughs> that same situation happened to a friend of mine. Yeah. Yeah. And they killed themselves. That's and, right. That's uh, what Bill said. <laughs> and it w- I couldn't Jeez. in that moment think of anything worse that could have been said <laughs> to give hope to you in your situation. Right. And we all just kind of looked over at Bill, and nobody really knew what to say. It was just like, that's not what you say, Bill. That's what Tre- Trevor goes. Look, Trevor looks at Bill, he goes, Bill, that's not what you say. <laughs> and it's been a thing ever since. We, <laughs> that broke the to moment def- right there. Yeah. <laughs> to my defense, yeah. I was trying. I, it was he meant was from trying. Uh, I was trying to. Came from be a good place. A, well, here's a, how my friend solved the a problem. Cautionary, a cautionary tale. You know, I. Yeah, Understood. Understood. Bill got the bad end of that story. He did. And well, we've been saying that ever well. since. That's not what you yeah. say. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot I like about it. that one. I do like it. Keep nailing them, guys. Keep going. Here's one. What about uh, what about suck it? Oh, <laughs> yeah. I want to suck it's that's, been uh, a phrase yeah. we've all been using forever. It's just like yeah. a way of signing off, or right. you know, you want to get back your buddy or say something. Yep. Smart, you just tell them to suck it. <laughs> That's and, right. Uh, or any other reason that you want to say it, it's on that the That was a very prominent thing. Yeah, this was another reason why you should have watched wrestling. Exactly. When we That's were growing true. up in WWE, the, you know, D-Generation X. I mean, I walked around the halls of my yeah. high school, <laughs> you know, suck it, right? Yeah. That was a big right. thing. And it was a yeah. thing and not a good thing either. Like, everybody just walked around and... <laughs> You know, did did a gesture inappropriately and said "suck it." And <laughs> maybe like maybe human culture would be better right now if that's what everybody did. I don't know. Everybody's still okay. Yeah. WWE. That's kind of another thing. Yeah, there's a we lot tend, of tie-ins. To yeah. That. Right. We tend to you know every yeah. once in a while go down that rabbit hole a little bit. We talked about Ric Flair. You you brought up Ric Flair. Woo. Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Woo. Somebody <laughs> talked about Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Right on. Do you remember when we guys fished last year before the neutral event and uh, we brought the walkie-talkies? And yeah, uh, each time thing. the group, uh, we split up in like two groups or something, and each time one group caught a fish, we'd radio up, Whoa, no Woo! fish on the dry! Whoa, pseudo <laughs> Woo! That's true. You're getting like pseudos. <laughs> that was definitely part of the conversation. I like it. My waiter boots are nicer than yours. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Matt, I'm going pseudo-Cleon. I, I was no, no, no. Uh, I was unfamiliar with the pseudo Cleon until uh, you brought it up. So well, we now we, it's just, you we just talk, make fun of me, right? I, now I just make great. fun of Matt for fishing yeah. the. Hey, it's, it's basically a bluing olive, right? Or is it different? It's a, no, it's just, it's just a very small bluing. Come on, man! Does it look like Size a bluing olive? Really you tell me tiny. if you yeah. can. You tell me if you can see any uh, any makeup of a thorax on a size twenty four natural, right? Oh, is it that small? <laughs> yeah, it is. I'm saying it's. Uh, no, you can't. It's just <laughs> when any when any anytime anyone's in a fly shop, right? People start 
yapping Latin names. Just, eh, yeah, it's a pseudo Cleon. Nice. <laughs> just walk away, right? <laughs> All right. All right. Trail <laughs> yeah, it's, a pseudo. it's a thing. It's a thing. <laughs> We'll keep making fun of it. Pseudo Cleons are big deal. Big deal out here. Hmm. They're the a big deal web. out there too. You think you, if you, you gotta put widow's web on that blue wing olive? Oh yeah, through the widow's web. Little widow's web, little parachute on that twenty four. You'd be catching fish left and right this fall, Bill. <laughs> see, <laughs> see, Matt and Sloop are out there in in a, you know different culture, different region Here. than we are. So, <laughs> so when he brings something like the pseudo Cleon, we're like, come on, man. And the Widow's Web, he's all about it. <laughs> it is it a Montana-based hey, company that sells Widow's Web? I don't. Have think you guys so. used it? Because you do like your yeah, Montana-based no, companies. I do, but Mon- Montana Fly Company does the Widow's Web. Mm. You guys should use it. It's see? pretty cool for tying. Look, Sloop's um, back. See, Sloop's on it. He's on it. Wait, Bill, what? didn't you use it, Bill? I'm sure it's great. I use something. Yeah, I it's use, great I don't for know tying. I just use Antron. Posts. Yeah, I just use whatever colored Antron I have. Yeah, I don't know, he'll change Widow's it every web. time. Missing anyway. out. Deli will change it every time he ties the fly. Next week, it'll be something different. That's right. <laughs> Keep you on your toes. <laughs> I have a whole drawer of Widow's Look at web that. Here. Yeah, I that didn't you take you long. Some. Matt, just lift it up. Widow's yeah, web. a package of Widow's Web. That didn't take you just need it. That took him about sponsored. five seconds to find I'm Sponsored right? by Widow's Web. Oh, you can't tire <laughs> Chubby He, he gets a dollar every time he mentions it. Oh, yeah. It's a primary Chubby tool. Yeah. Chubby. We Chernobyl. Ch- we the- Chernobyl. Yeah. Come on now. Chubbies. Keep your head in the right game. In a game. Thunderhead. 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 Where's that come from? Thundercats. Oh. <laughs> Thundercats. That's a deli thing, man. Yeah, a Deli's deli got thing. a real thing for fish pond. I think I somewhere <laughs> he's got a backroom deal with fish pond. <laughs> and like at least five times every season, he has to say, well, I was fishing and, you know, I got it out of my Thunderhead back. <laughs> Thunderhead. And then we all say, Thunderhead. <laughs> it's so good. It is. It's Why so is much it fun. so good? I don't know. Well, it, you know, if you go back and listen to somebody's podcast, 100 plus now, <laughs> And once in a while, I do. I'm like, that was funny. That that yeah. that was a fun podcast. Um, I don't know where it came up, but it was Thunderhead, and we were saying like Fishbone. Let's be honest. I mean, Fishbone really likes the creative names for things. They do make some good stuff. <laughs> yeah. So Bill would talk to us about <laughs> Fishbone, this and that, and then all of a sudden he starts talking about Thunderhead, and the only thing we could all hear was Thundercats. You know, oh. that's, a, that's a good, that's a good segment in that podcast. We go back to, you know, Thundercats, ho! <laughs> There's about three people out there listening who remember Thundercats. Uh, that was the best. Thunder. That's all we could talk was about. Was that a WWE wrestler? No. 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 Oh, it was a cartoon. Come on. He's too young. He young He's the joke, you guys. Dude, no, no this is before Disney was doing like AI generation Thunder. of like Thunder. cartoon characters. No, this is like old school drawings. Jumping off the <sighs> the ropes. Thundercat flying through the air. No, no. <laughs> Thundercats were not wrestlers. Don't don't conflate these two things. Thunderhead is its own thing. <laughs> I don't know where Fishpong came up with it, but they sold a lot of packs. Is Thunderhead all um waterproof, Bill? Deli, you would know. I think, yeah, yeah, I think almost everything, yeah, it's waterproof, has a thunderhead. Uh, so instead prefix. of just saying Z for like like waterproof zipper like Sims does, it's got to be thunderhead. Yeah. Isn't that cool? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What do we got? Sump pump. 
Some pump. <laughs> Some pump. That's how that started. That was born with the beginning of the podcast. That was like day one. That was like every the time we'd episode. log. Every time we log in, <laughs> we'd all like hear something in the background. We did. We know immediately that it was your sump pump because mm-hmm. you were it in the was, basement recording. It was my grandmother-in-law's That's basement. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Austin has right. been what uh, three or three, at least three, maybe four different locations where yeah. you were uh, recording. Reiterating, yeah, always a changing location. You know, I used mm-hmm. to have the the blanket. What do we call that? The tent. Oh, yeah. I used to make the, the tent. tent behind me. <laughs> <Your> tent, <laughs> yeah, the, you uh, the green blanket. Right, right. And uh, then I moved to the attic, and uh, the attic's was, pretty good until it reliable. gets to be the heat of the summer, and then I have to come mm-hmm. back down to the second floor where there's air conditioning. <laughs> Gotta say, your current setup is the best. Now I've you're ever like a Christmas. He's pretty tonight. Right? You're like a Christmas. Good he's got lens flare tonight. <laughs> you got holly on yeah. the left. It looks. You like know how sometimes we take a screenshot plant. and we post it. And yeah. this is the night we should do. That. This is the night. Yeah. Sloops here. I look pretty good. Well, so tonight. Let me comb my hair. So so Austin, <laughs> tell us about the sump pump. So the sump pump. Okay, <laughs> again, I was in my grandmother-in-law's basement, and we were just—it was the first time we ever set up to record a podcast, and we were trying to see how uh, Riverside worked, which is what we used to record our microphones, how they worked, and uh, it was very like right before we or right as we hit record, you could hear this mechanism running in the background. And we all be like, what is that? So we realized, uh, don't worry, guys. It's just a sump pump. And then throughout <laughs> the night, as it continued to go off, you know, we all stop in our tracks and yell out, sump pump. Sump pump. <laughs> as it started to pump again. It still goes on. Yeah. The uh, sump pump lives. Sump pump lives. That's why. That's why. That's why we say it still. <laughs> Drop it in Superfly. How about that? What's the Superfly? Shh. Don't talk about it. Never heard of it. Never mind. Dom, you need to talk about it. Doesn't even exist. It's a joke. We're joking around. It's a thing of folklore. There is no. It's a no, folklore. Sloop's dangling one. It's not folklore. No. <laughs> That's a woolly bugger. That's a woolly bugger. You know, it's no. funny with a with a trap it and superfly. Oops. Well, um, I just Here kind of went. Um, there's a period of time where it just is not really that effective around here, and I was no. starting to lose. That's blasphemy. Right during the time that <laughs> that um, Matt and I bought like a big bundle of material, but lately and it was that thing thin. has been that fly has been back to uh, hey now why we use it. That's right. <laughs> you just lost. It's it's not the fly. It was a it's tiddler killer yesterday. It's the confidence. <laughs> it's the confidence. Trump superfly is a tiddler killer. Oh, yeah. So you know we're all we're all secretive about the superfly. The first time mm-hmm. I met Sloop, and I've told this story probably more than once, but it was in twenty. I don't know. What do you think? Thirteen, probably twenty twelve, maybe. Well, when my, when did you go to school? Two thousand fourteen. Twenty fourteen. So yeah, so two thousand thirteen. We're sitting in a conference room together, just by chance, and we get on the topic of fishing and realize that we both are interested in that. And doesn't he tell me the recipe for the superfly within probably the first hour of speaking? Thanks, Sloop. <laughs> Thanks, Sloop. Afterwards, I think he remembered a secret, and he said, "Mum's the word on the superfly." Oh yeah, hey, stranger. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, guy I just met. Hey, don't tell anybody else about that. <laughs> Come on, okay, man. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Austin, you were pretty quick to give me a couple of them too. Oh, when you yeah. and I started fishing together. You, well, you like, guys were roommates. These. Yeah, close friends. That's why you, hey, listen, that's why you're not in the legacy group. 
I met Grobe on the river and he showed it to me like, I don't know, oh, 30 shit. seconds after I met him. 30 seconds. He was, like, he was like, yeah, I got him on this thing. Do you ever fish this? Meanwhile, like, Bill's still yeah, fishing a chartreuse woolly bugger. He still thinks it's the... That's <laughs> right. Yeah, if you ask if you ask you Bill brought what the Superfly huh? is, he's yeah, going to show you something very different than the rest of us. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> well, Bill, you still don't fish the Superfly properly. No, he does. He does. No, he doesn't. You look at the, look at it looks nothing like anything. <laughs> look at the stud. He almost said it. He almost, even sl- even he almost gave away material. <laughs> even Sloop doesn't. Everybody's got their own variation. Sloop, you still don't tie it the way I tie it. That's why he's slooping them. They don't take it as hard. Uh, I think it's. Uh, I have a curved hook. You don't. Nobody does the curved hook. I think no. I might be the curved. I've been my world. Mine's, I mean, a curved, okay. mine's a curved hook. All right. No. Are you kidding you me? Can't stop us. Sloop's <laughs> straight, man. Sloop's got like a, <laughs> yeah. a straight <laughs> superfly. <laughs> Look at him. What's this? He's blocking a camera. <laughs> Look at this. Superflies. Uh, well, all right. Mediocre flies. There Ooh, it is, right? That. Ooh, all right. That's, that's it. That's. That's the super fly. Nothing wrong with that. All right. Precision Fly and Tackle is a family-owned business with a passion for the outdoors and a sense of adventure. They are anglers who enjoy every moment spent on the water with family and friends. Precision Fly and Tackle carries the widest selection of Euro rods, reels, lines, leaders, flies, and accessories. From the beginner to the advanced angler, Precision Fly and Tackle can outfit every angler, no matter the budget. Visit them online at precisionflyandtackle.com. Then use code TROUTBITTEN10, that's the number 10, for 10% off your order. Gear up with Precision Fly and Tackle for your next adventure. A couple more, guys. What do you have? Trumpet and glossary terms. I don't even know what skin-tight Hodgman's mean. Dude, you put it on a list. I said it. I know. <laughs> skin-tight Hodgman's. <laughs> you know what I mean, I'm thinking back in the day when we wore skin-tight Hodgman's. Right, because right? you had them, right? And and they were obnoxious, how tight they were, right? Neoprene Hodgman's. Yeah, they were absolutely obnoxious. And so Five now, millimeter. You, Why you, are they obnoxious? You, what, what makes them obnoxious? Just how tight they were. I mean, you can't even, you couldn't even wear, you know, a pair of sweatpants underneath them. You had to go with the white long johns. <laughs> ah, the suckers on. The, the waffle. Right? Yeah, the waffle, the waffle long, long johns. I don't have a good way of even explaining this, but anybody who's worn them <laughs> can remember the way that it feels like when your oh. like leg legs <sighs> rub together as you're walking. Yes. Oh, yeah. it's a yes. very unique uh, sensation. It's almost like chafing. You don't actually chafe, but you're like this. This can't be good. This, can't, <laughs> this, can't be good. <laughs> this doesn't feel See? right. Yeah. So you can, it, it can be used to make fun of people. That guy must be fishing with skin tight Hodgman's. Yeah. Are you saying you don't that? like, I don't know, anyone, anyone you want to make fun of. Eh, that's a, <laughs> that guy that just came into the sweetheart hole. He must have been wearing skin tight Hodgman's. Deli warm until last year. <laughs> Bill <Bill-Bell> did. <laughs> I saw him. Don't All trust right. anyone wearing skin tight Hodgman's <laughs> anymore. So I'll bring up knuckle dragon because we say that a fair amount. Mm, it's a good <laughs> one. Just, mm. Dude, that just means like mm. you're doing it, you know. In a way that could maybe be done in a better way. <laughs> Trevor, if there's, like, me tactical, if there's like tactical fly fishing, yeah. Yeah. the opposite of tactical is like <laughs> knuckle dragon. Knuckle dragon. But now yeah, I think we can basic. use it. We use it in a versatile way, though. Oh, sometimes, we do. Like, yeah. Right. Because I think of course. some people consider nymphing knuckle dragging. Right? right, exactly. So I think we make fun of ourselves with it. Like, like, like you're a caveman. Like, uh, right, you're a cave. Come on, man. Right. You know, or, yeah, or throwing you meat a... or streamers or stuff. You right. know, you can, you can use it. With 20 right. pound. 
as yeah. a butt section. Oh, oh you my god, drag. Knuckle, knuckle dragon. dragon. Yeah, unbelievable. Exactly. That old school leader. Yeah. Here's a good Some recent people. example of knuckle dragon. Go. That. Um. So I was on a Livingston Spring Creek. We'll leave it at that. I mean, I mean, sloop. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> They're just world class. There's one. <laughs> There's one. It's in every fishing magazine in the world. But it's right. And it was November. It was November. All the Browns were in, you know, up from the, up from <laughs> the, <laughs> the Jeez. He's burning not good at down. this. He's not good at He's this. Good burning at burning it down. it down. Oh, okay. Cancel all that. <laughs> no, you can't. It's too late. Mom is the word. <laughs> okay, let's start this again. Okay, here it is. I was fishing a spring creek with my wife, not catching tiddlers. You know, we're catching pretty nice browns on uh, and browns and rainbows on egg patterns. Now, hmm. that's during knuckle the course dragon, of the day, though. we. <laughs> well, saying. this is the point. During during the course of the day, we drove up to this one part where there's a fly shop, and we went into the fly shop, and we told the guy, "Oh, we're having a pretty good day." He goes, "What are you catching them on?" Oh, mostly eggs. The look on this guy's face. <laughs> ah. He was disappointed in you. Wait, wait, but I mean, really? let me backstory. I mean, sleeps in the one of the world's most renowned dry oh, fly yeah, fisheries, yeah, yeah. right? <laughs> and so, of course, when you go into the fly shop and you just butchered fish <laughs> all day on an egg pattern, you're gonna get That's that. Fair. That's fair. It's got some tradition. But give them what they're eating. Oh, hey, oh, I'm not arguing with you, with you at all. No, we're all supporting you, but. You should have expected that yeah. look when the when the fly when the little fly shop booth has nothing but dry flies in it, and you have your Estes egg pseudo Cleons. <laughs> that's what see. That's another good example of how you can use the pseudo Cleon. What are they hidden? You should have just said pseudo Cleon. Pseudo Cleon nymph. <laughs> they were hitting underneath. Exactly. Cleon emerged with a hot with a, a <laughs> that, that guy would have just shaken his head, <laughs> and you would have oh, walked yeah. right back out had his, and caught yeah. another some respect bunch but, of fish yeah. on an egg. But talk about the feel of a knuckle dragger. I mean, that guy's eyes oh, said yeah. it all. <laughs> he was like, "Were you reeling him in like this, buddy?" <laughs> we were hands. gaffing him. I, I got one quick here. Why do we make fun of the uh, of each other for saying the word? Huge. I'm, no, no, not each uh, other. Very specific. Is it me? Is it me? Go ahead, Austin. <laughs> break this down. The word Bill, huge. Bill Dell's the worst offender. I think I'm pretty bad. Go ahead. Break the, this down. Uh, uh, Bill Dell and, and Dom <laughs> and, and Drobe, they've got that Western PA accent, but but Bill is the strongest, I would say. And uh, he likes to take the, the H in huge and replace it with a Y U. and say huge, huge. instead of huge. Huge. And, uh, yeah, a lot of a, things end up being huge, huge on this podcast. Huge. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow <laughs> it, it comes up. So a lot. we know we're being made fun of, and um, we like to use the word a lot. It's huge. Huge. Y u g e. Huge. <laughs> you know, when you talk about the Inzer dic- dictionary, usually that does not no, show true. up. The huge. That's not even top ten usually. Right. <laughs> <laughs> It does. Uh, it, do, it bothers does it? you, doesn't it, bud? No, I mean education. Uh, doesn't education? <laughs> yeah, education. <laughs> new not accent. Education. <laughs> it bugs you. 
Every time we say what is it from? Some, there's a movie. Huge. Oh, a blue collar doctor. Okay. I'm a man You're of the a blue people. collar doctor. I like that. Yeah. Blue collar doctor. <laughs> I like that. He does vasectomies on ping pong tables. I just heard that. I don't know if that's <laughs> no, true. Man. Hey now. Allegedly. Hey now. Allegedly. 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 He may Allegedly. have done that once or they're cheaper that once. way. <laughs> Save on the facility cost. <laughs> can you can you can you catch a huge tiddler? No. You can't catch a huge tid tiddler. Oxymoron. Is that like is well? That like but if it's like a nine inches inch tiddler, that's right. When you describe tiddler. tiddler, you said ten inches and under. I'm like, dude, like on my home stream, ten inches is like the average. That's a tiddler. <laughs> I'm thinking like tiddler. Twelve inches is a pounder. <laughs> so yeah, that I'd say ten inches is a huge tiddler. That's a huge tiddler. Very good. I'd say tiddler is like for me seven inches. Yeah. What, like when my, Austin something says he caught 20 trout, he's thrunder. talking 15 of them were like tiddlers. Tiddlers, yeah. <laughs> we have anything else, guys? Suck it. What, what about uh, What about the, uh, I could have caught more if I wanted to. We, we oh, hit on that a little right, bit on the is intro. Yours. Go ahead. The, uh, Go ahead. Where'd that come from? The saying is, you know, if you have a tough day or mm. uh, whatever, you didn't catch as many as you think you could have, you could say, well, if I really wanted to, I could have caught more. Could have caught more if I really wanted to. If you really wanted to, that wasn't the goal. Yeah. You no, weren't trying. Fishing streamers, we're, we're testing tactics, testing yeah. streamers, aiming for trophies, New flies. Yeah, right. trophy hunting. Trying to get them if on I top. Really wanted to, I right? Trying to get them on top. Right? These are good excuses <laughs> for why you didn't catch them. If you really wanted to, you could have gone. Cut off them. the dropper. You yeah. could. Yeah, you'd have fished somewhere else if you really were aiming for numbers. You know, the day before I caught eighty, and it was just okay. It was okay. Yeah. Last week when I fished here, I caught seventy six. <laughs> a little a less little than slow. you did. Yeah, a little slower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, but I could have caught as many as I wanted to if I wasn't just testing a new pattern. Yeah, it's simple. I was also trying to challenge myself by fishing like Delhi's four X style, and you know, older. I, I only caught seventy five. Yeah, knuckle dragon equates to less fish. It does, but it'll test your your <laughs> abilities. <laughs> And if you really want to catch them, you know what you can do. Superfly. Tie on the superfly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Austin, where's <laughs> it come from? Where's it come from? Just You just said it one day? Just from conversation. Yeah. And if I really wanted to catch them. Stuck around. <laughs> that was a long time ago, buddy. That was mm -hmm. when I was playing Bar Blue, I think, the first time I ever heard you say that. Well, if I really wanted to catch them. Of course, you were joking. I would have, you know, I, I, I only caught like a dozen, but if I really wanted to. I love it. I like it. I like it. A lot of these are just us making fun of each other, which I like. There you or, go. Or, or ourselves. Or, or others. Or ourselves. Or others. <laughs> you know, we're just making fun. <laughs> we're just <laughs> having fun. Mostly each other. Mostly. Yeah, mostly making fun of each other. That's a sign of a good yeah. friendship is when right. you can make fun of exactly. each other and not be offended and enjoy that. If you make fun of your buddy and he makes fun of you back, you know you got a good friend. That's right. right. Yeah. If you didn't make fun of me, I'd be like, what did I do? Why are they mad yep. at me? They're not making <laughs> <Yeah>. fun of me. <laughs> They're being nice to me. What's wrong? Yeah. I must have done something wrong. <laughs> They're being very Are respectful. You mad at me? <laughs> yeah. not like me. <laughs> did we miss anything? We must have, but. We did, but we're not allowed to talk about it. Well, yeah, there you go. Yeah, there's some. That's all right. It's better, it's better we not okay, communicate those. It feels like a good closer would be the way that we close our videos. And your articles. Oh, uh, yeah. Which Fish is hard. Fish hard, friends. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. Why do we yeah. say that, Josh? Well, 
a lot of people don't, and we'd like people to do because <laughs> <laughs> they're because they're uh, they're it's a gentle uh, cause suggestion because people are yeah. grow not the most eager fishermen. People are pretenders, huh? I was on a hunting trip a few weeks ago, and yeah, you there's the, there was this there's this uh, line that they kept using down there, and it was uh it was uh, he was just warm legging, and what that means is. Hmm. He, he, you know, all of you married, especially know when your wife, it's early in the morning and she puts her leg over your leg and it's real comfortable and it's warm. <laughs> it's called warm legging and you skip That's out on what legging. you're supposed to be doing that morning, like fishing or hunting or working uh, out, whatever it is. And nice. instead you warm leg. <laughs> it's called warm <laughs> legging when you, when you let the, the comfort of your wife's comfort. leg <laughs> keep you in bed how instead long, of getting How long up. you been married? She's really up well, there. That matters. I'm up to 35 yes. years. He's still no having warm kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I definitely brought no I, I, that was a that was a good line. Like They'd be like, uh, like oh, where was so and so this morning? You didn't see him out there. He's warm legging. Oh, that's great. That is good. That kind of gets to the heart of it. There's nothing wrong with that, really. There's nothing wrong with enjoying the comfort of other things like especially like that sometimes right but what we're talking about is fishing hard which means you're kind of you're getting after it and it doesn't matter if it's raining or it's snowing or if the water's high and i don't know if you don't have a buddy to go with or if i don't know make up a thousand excuses right those excuses don't matter you just go fishing anyway that's fishing hard yeah and i think it ties us all together like it's one of the things that we all have in common the most in common is that we all love to fish hard. I think that's why we get along so well. We yeah. love to fish. I mean, there's lots of other good reasons too, but if you had to distill it down to one thing that brought us together as fishermen, I think it's yes. that we all care a lot about fishing and fishing hard. And it's not about the biggest fish. It's not about the most fish. It's not about anything as much as it is about fishing hard mm. and, and getting after it. Dude, I think it does come down to that, Matt. I was just going to bust on Austin because... If Austin has 12 friends, he doesn't fish that hard. Uh, outside of this crew. <laughs> Austin makes fires on, a, on, a, he's on a the warm nearest legger. island. He's not fishing hard. He's, he's like, warm-legging. <laughs> cooks <laughs> coffee. <laughs> yeah, I do. Right. I do yeah. He's, he stops at Sheets. Oh, hey, no. I'm not a Sheets supporter. Don't do that. <laughs> he stops at Wawa, well, whatever. Through, he stops through. at the nearest convenience store to get his, get his, his coffee, coffee or his stuff for later like Deli did the other day. I'm the way too cheap to stop at the store. Just kidding you, bud. <laughs> we love it. I'm with you, Trevor. I think it is. You find those good fishing buddies. Fishing hard is about, it doesn't matter if you don't. You could go a half yeah. a day and you don't catch anything. Right. Well, I'm, yeah. I'm going to keep at it. You basically fish as long as you can mm, yep. with as much effort as you can. That's fishing yep. hard. Totally. And you don't give up. Heck, it could be, you might have a three-day fishing trip, and on the you know, on the last shift of the third day, you're still getting after it. You don't, you don't really give up. Yeah, you could take a break, sure. like Austin, yeah. and make a fire, <laughs> brew some coffee. <laughs> but no, seriously, that, that, that mindset, they're like, that's all right, mm-hmm. we got it. We got it. Oh, we'll take a quick fun. break here, have some coffee. But yep, we're gonna we're gonna figure this out. We're gonna get after it. It's never like, well, they aren't hitting today. And that's never what we say. So Sloop told me this story on the chairlift again today, but Okay. Go why don't you why don't you tell the trout bitten Montana uh, Let's hear it, Sloop. story? It's a good one. You woke up to Netta Namer. 
or to watch us net a namer. Oh, uh, we were on a, <laughs> a famous stretch. Good um, job. Wasn't in Livingston, was it? No, talk about <laughs> fishing hard. Unfortunately, not yeah, every fish hard. Not every part of the um, fishing out here conforms with the skills that I, I've developed. And well, you know, you could fish hard or you could go sleep in the car. And um, <laughs> I mean, this is this was um, this was a bobber chucking place. You know, uh, we like bobbers deep. I, and I think Dude, this was a long day, though. Yeah, Mind it was a you. long day, and I think sun it really, down. really um, fed into the guys from Western PA who uh, had uh, the extended experience of fishing long <laughs> drifts in deep water. And, I mean, I tried all day, you know, um, and picked up a few fish here or there. But our friend Pat was with us. Remember, Dell? You, do you remember this story? Yeah, I was there. So it was cold. And so I, somewhere in the last hour, I decided just to uh, go sit in the car and relax and try <laughs> to warm up. So I rouse up and get out. And what do you know? Walk down the stream and Pat's into something we haven't even seen yet. He, do you remember he had like a bird's nest in his reel? His reel was all oh, messed yeah, it was up. A, it was a mess. Right. So mm. he's battling this monster, which turned out when he landed it to be 26 inches of do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Twenty six. Yeah, yep. I think it was a. Was that a female? I mean, it was. It was a. It was a namer. Oh. It was a big, big female brown trout. But it's, it was <laughs> typical of of Pat and well, Matt. It could have equally been Matt or Bill for that reason, getting the biggest fish in the water. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. But, but um, we fished hard that day, right? And it's yes. it's tough to find a crew that would go sun up to sundown. Yeah, yeah. In those those and conditions, it's right? very cold. Pat and I fished probably the coldest day I've ever fished. We had we had our buddy Steve with us, and he went back to the car a couple of times. It was it was rough. We weren't Pat, none of us were ready for it to get that cold. We stopped there on the way back from Connecticut when we were fishing there. Remember that sloop? Steve Full, yeah, Steve Full, yeah. Steve was not ready for it. <laughs> That's all right, and uh, he still caught a couple of fish too. But I mean, that was cold. But we stayed on because we were all catching fish. Steve. Pat and I were all catching fish, but man, it was cold. We just had like single layers instead of like what we needed was triple layers. It's tough, but that's, that's, I don't know. You get after it. doesn't matter the conditions. Yeah. Well, that was a, it was a good memory of uh, right on. fishing hard for sure. All right. We got anything else? Anybody want to add something? Tom, there's one other that I like that you yeah, have. Yeah, please. Yep. You have the term building sheds. I'd like oh, to yeah. explain that because that's good. <laughs> I don't know if we've ever said it on the podcast. I say it Probably to a lot not. of people in person. Uh, when somebody's sitting there or standing there tying knots and re-rigging and it's taking extra long. Like when I watch Trevor, for example, just tying <laughs> knots. Because he doesn't I'm just messing with you, buddy. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I think some of us are faster at tying knots than others. And when I'm like, give me that. I could do that. Myself. Just... Anyway, if somebody's standing there tying knots for an extra long time, I say you're building sheds. That comes from <laughs> my buddy Dan Krofcheck, who I used to play music with. And if we were uh, stringing up, you know, we played guitar together, and if we were stringing up or tuning for an extra long time or trying to figure some just woodshed and trying to figure out a finger pa- fingering pattern, <laughs> he'd say, what are you, building sheds? And uh, I don't know. I carried that over to the, to the river. 
building just sheds. fumbling around, not getting anything done. Right. Or just taking extra long, like building sheds. Makes no sense, that. but it's fun to say. It doesn't, but it's good. <laughs> What's your New Year's resolution, guys, real quick? Man, fishing? Real quick. Fish more. That's mine. I'm going to fish more. <laughs> One sentence. I want to catch a night neighbor There again. you go. For a second year in a row. <laughs> yeah, right. That's my third year, <laughs> Any maybe. Any other New Year's resolution. resolutions? Explore more streams. Nice. I'm gonna Austin. I'm gonna beat Austin in a right-handed arm wrestling match. Uh, <laughs> right-handed. <laughs> uh, I don't think it could be done. You see those biceps? Nah, my, my now we're gonna get so stressed done. every time the Christmas party comes around. I know. Oh, right. I, have to <laughs> I choose not to wrestle. I choose yeah. not to wrestle. <laughs> we're gonna have to get a, a belt, a title belt. Yeah, there we yeah. go. <laughs> Jump in our wrestling championships. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous. Can we get a big platinum chain with a money sign on it? We got to do, oh, yeah. do the Sally song. We should get that the... for when you catch a whiskey. Yeah. You got to wear it on the podcast. Right. <laughs> might be for a name. Cool. The next name. I think the, the name. Namer. Yeah. Whoever gets the last <laughs> namer should have a, yeah. Let's something, get a big plastic right? chain. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I like that. We totally should. All right. There it is. Episode 101. That's season nine in the books. So we'll be back in about a month with season 10. That one will be a skill series about the seven critical concepts of nymph fishing. So thank you so much for being part of all this. Thanks to my best friends right here. This was a fun one. Just kind of relaxing, remembering, and laughing. So to all of our listeners, wherever you are out there this holiday season, we hope you'll share that same connection with those whom you love too. Make time for each other and have a good one. Maybe fish a little too. Merry Christmas, all of you Chopit and friends. Happy holidays and have a happy new year. As my good friend Jack used to say from behind the drum kit at the end of every gig, Thanks for coming. Get home safe. Watch out for the man. He's out there. He'll get you. <laughs> Sloop John B., will you read us out? I certainly will. Remember, the Tropican Project is a free resource for all anglers. It's free. It's skin tight. The Tropican website hosts over 1,000 articles with endless stories, commentaries, tactics, tips, and more. Even more. Find what you like. Through the top menu and through the search page, navigate by the way of the categories and tags too. Delhi. Be sure to find the Trapitten YouTube channel now featuring the Trapitten Tip series, Tiddler, the Fish and Film series, and the Trapitten Flybox, all in the collaboration with Wilds Media's Wilds Media. See, I'm blushing again. Yes. He's blushing. Thank you for listening to the Trapitten Podcast. Please give the show a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and leave a comment because that really helps. Until next time, friends, fish hard, enjoy yes. the day, yes, and find your life on the water. Hey now. That's it. Until next season. Good buddy!
Hey, now I'm in the game. Trout bitten. Maybe that one. Yeah, you can give it a funny name. You target the tiddlers, don't you? Sloop does. Hey, if it's got spots, click it. Aren't people nice? See, the world's good. Right. Conquered. Don't worry about it. Little widow's web. Little parachute on that 24. You'd be catching fish left and right this fall, Bill. Keep you on your toes. Thundercats. Oh. Was that a WWE wrestler? No. no. <laughs> it was a cartoon. Not. Come on. He's too young. He young He's the joke, you guys. No warm legging tonight. I don't even know what skin tight Hodgman's mean.